We're on Hollywood Boulevard. Hello, hello. How are you guys doing? Karen, how is everything? Uh, it's, it's, it's okay. How about you? Okay. I guess I, I can't lie. I can't pretend that we didn't also just record the other podcast. So I kind of know how you're doing. Um, <laughs> but, but introducing it anew for anyone else. Um, yeah, I'm good. And I'm happy as I kind of teased on the other one. I have things I really liked that I'm happy to talk about this week. So I hope maybe you might be able to do the same. That's exciting. Okay, so what did you like? Well, I, I, you know, I talked a little bit last week about the show Work in Progress, and I was like, it really is one of the best shows on TV. I love it. But I forgot that I'm watching another one of my favorite shows on TV and loving it, and its new season is coming to an end. So right at the top, I wanted to talk about this HBO Max show, which means you can watch it, called <sighs> The Other Two. Oh, tell me more. It, um, I think its first season was like three years ago and on Comedy Central. Um, and now it's back uh, on HBO Max. Ten episodes, half hours each, set in New York. And it's about two siblings. Um, and they're both like late 20s, early 30s. Um, and they are the they're, they're the older siblings of a third child who's a teenager who is a, like a Justin Bieber-like pop star. And so they are the other two in that, like, he's the star and they're the other two siblings. Um, but it's really, the focus is on them. And, like, they're, they're, like, trials and tribulations of, like, they both want to be famous and in showbiz too, but don't quite have, the, like, the talent or the discipline or the luck to really achieve it. And so we watch, like, their their struggle but it's like their fumbles because it's always like really funny um and uh you know like and she is straight and she is trying to be like some sort of behind the scenes maven and he is a gay man in new york trying to navigate that scene and also become an actor with some degree of success and recognizability um uh helene helena york uh is the sister and drew tarver is the brother and the show is hilarious and the show is like everything it talks about is very expert in like it you can tell that everyone who is on the writing staff and probably part of the cast like knows what it's like to live in new york to go on auditions to like what it's like to deal with a studio audience and agents and managers and like final draft and like all of these very insidery <laughs> type things. Like they really like, you know, like peel the onion all the way in from the inside out. Uh, and it's always like really funny because they have like these cockamamie, like get famous schemes that like don't really work out. And yet, and yet, and yet the whole show is laced with a very sincere, humane element that you really like and root for these people to succeed because they're not truly shallow. They're just in a shallow industry and trying to do what they can to make their dreams come true. And I also like that the character of their brother, the Chase Dreams character, um, is not an asshole. He's like a genuinely good guy who like, is just famous and is like, you know, he's like following where his reps tell him to go and be and say. Uh, and Molly Shannon has a bigger role this season as their mom. She has moved from their Ohio home to New York, and she too is like a famous talk show host. So in, they're the other two in that like they have a famous younger brother and a famous mom, and they're still like 
you know, sticking their heads in the sand. Um, and it's really sweet and it's really funny. And there's tons of references to all sorts of things like, you know, Bravo shows and uh, like real- other reality TV stuff. Like it's, like I said, very knowing, um, very clever, like joke after joke after joke every minute without hitting you on the head or even winking at you. You might miss some of them if you don't know, and that's okay. But I highly recommend it. It's such an easy watch. Um, And each week, there's two a week. Um, So this is the fifth and final week of the season. And each week we're like, they drop on Thursdays and we watch like at the end of the day. And then at the end of the second episode, we're always a little bit sad because it's like, oh... That show's over again. We are, we need more of a fix than what we got. Um, but I um, uh, can't say enough good about it. And I know Helena York, she's done other TV, but I primarily know her from uh, stage. She's been in some musicals, including the American Psycho musical and the Bullets Over Broadway musical and probably something that wasn't an adaptation of a movie first. Um but she's really good and like it's the right amount of self-deprecating. There are also a ton of New York theater actors that are employed uh, on just about every episode. Um, but I really have to say the actor who plays the brother, Carrie, uh, mm-hmm. Drew Tarver, is hands down one of the best performances of the year. Really? This is like, yeah. They, we just had this year's Emmys and he wouldn't have been eligible for it. But like the, like some of those categories are kind of like sad and anemic and uh they like he's is exactly the performance that would give like some real weight to to that category best actor in a comedy series next year he's truly like brilliant oh i'm gonna have to check this out it sounds i think like you'll know within one episode if it's for you or not yeah it it sounds delightful it it really is i think you'll really like it oh very so cool. That's, that's a big recommendation. And I feel like it's catching on. I feel like people in the industry talk about it. So I'm hopeful that that means it will c- come back. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that's all we want is for the shows we love to come back. Right? That's not so much to ask. <laughs> oh, my God. No, not too much. So what else you got? Um, so I also moseyed on over to Amazon. Uh, and watched the movie version of a West End hit show called Everybody's Talking About Jamie, uh, which is a, a musical about a gay high schooler who wants to go to prom. Um, well, he sort of develops a drag persona and wants to sort of go in that persona to prom. And both the, the allies he finds and sort of the enemies he finds along the way. And they're not always the ones that you might think. Okay. And the music is pretty good. I don't always think a lot of like modern stage music is that good, especially hmm. when it tries to to be something a little too hip and modern. But right. I actually like some of the songs. Um and uh, the actor who plays Jamie is not the one who did it on stage, but his name is Max Harwood and he's excellent. Mm-hmm. Um and the woman who plays his mother, single mother, who is very supportive, Sarah Lancashire, who was on, I think, was it Happy Valley? Was her big show um, yes, going back looked, five or yeah, six years? Yeah, she's the Happy Valley lady. She was, yeah. like, she's, like, she's got major chops, She and she's great here, too. And she was um, also in Last Tango in Halifax. Yeah. She's oh, and I've, okay, I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's quite, that's, I, I enjoy those murder mystery. <laughs> Have you seen Happy Valley? I think I saw an episode of Happy Valley. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had wanted to watch it, and I knew at one point it was on Netflix, but seems to be gone, so I'll find it, it again at some looks point. looks like she's going to be in the TV series Julia, about Julia Child. She's playing Julia Child. Oh, that's really cool. Do you know who's yeah. doing that? Are you on IMDb? Or I am you? on IMDb. Oh, um, okay. Daniel Goldfarb created it. Um, and and so she's playing Julia, and David Hyde Pierce is playing her husband, Paul. Oh, that's really cool. That's yeah, fantastic. Which, which is interesting. Yeah, I think it's very good casting. So anyway, um, oh, I think I knew that this was coming out. I feel like I did. I'm a huge Julia Child fan. so um, So I will be watching this. Yeah, so definitely everyone keep your eye out for her. But yeah, I recommend this. Um, yeah, I I really liked it, and you know some of the songs stayed in my head uh, for for days after. And um, th- uh, the one sort of addition, um, well, let me say it differently. There's I think one new song that they add, um, and it's sung by a character who is a drag queen, like an older drag queen who becomes sort of a mentor mm. to the Jamie character. And he's played by Richard E. Grant, Richard E. Grant, who I think is one of the greatest actors of all time. Richard E. Grant, who should have won an Oscar for that movie he did with Melissa McCarthy. Can you ever forgive me? Richard E. Grant, who sadly just lost his wife a couple of weeks ago, who was a big um, dialect and speech coach. Um, he is great. And he gets this number, which is a flashback uh, to his own youth um, and his own time as like a younger drag queen in that drag scene of the 80s which Mm. does two things first of all this flashback sequence the person who plays the younger version of this character loco chanel um (laughs) richard e grant doesn't play the younger version they don't de-age him or anything they cast the guy who played the title character of jamie on stage in the west end in the flashback sequence as young Richard E. Grant, which I thought was a really clever way to 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 still use the actor yeah. who wasn't able to do the lead role in the movie version. Um, and also, they don't just show him being a drag queen, but they really immerse you in the the AIDS crisis of the 80s as well. It's a really oh, it's a okay. really rich, it's a really complex sequence. Um, and it's a it's a really excellent song, too. So they make a lot of smart choices. Um, Sharon Horgan uh, plays a teacher who ends up being actually one of um, the nemeses to Jamie. Like I said, you think you maybe would find support, but she actually is not an ally. She's an obstacle to him. Um, and um, uh, Lauren Patel plays his best friend. Uh, it's a good cast. I think some of the characters' threads could entwine a little bit better. Uh, We don't necessarily need a mother and a mother's best friend and uh, a drag queen mentor, unless at some point all of those characters kind of dovetail in some way together. Mm -hmm. They don't. It's not... It's kind of splitting hairs. It doesn't really matter. I do like it. I do recommend it. I do want to listen to this music some more. I do want people to keep talking about everybody's talking about Jamie. 
So that's did, a very different experience than I had with Cinderella on Amazon two weeks ago. <laughs> now, did you did you see the West End show or no? No, I, no, okay. I hadn't. Uh, I hadn't been to London since it was on the stage. Okay, I was just kind of curious about that. Um, no. And I want to say something without it becoming like a whole conversation, but I know that there's a lot of talk about the Dear Evan Hansen movie version that's coming out this week, and a lot of people making fun of Ben Platt, how he looks too old for the role, and he looks too weird for the role. Look, I hated the musical. I have no interest in watching the movie version. I'm not particularly impressed by Ben Platt, but all I'll say is the way that they cast um, Max Harwood as Jamie in this movie is an example of how you do it right because he's probably like 23 or something 24 maybe but he looks completely like a high school student and he's surrounded by other people who look like they are the same age as him and it works so here is a way that like you can do it right okay all right well there you go so yeah I do recommend um your turn okay my turn okay so and this is something you talked about not last week but the week before so i knew that you were watching it but um I'm, oh I'm very did i curious. talk about it i don't even remember talking about it i did talk about it already well only that you were gonna watch more of it before you said anything oh okay well oh phew okay i was like i don't remember talking about this but maybe i did okay yeah i finished it oh okay well that's yeah, great i i, I saw i, I hope that's, I hope that's uh a, a good sign it is a good sign it actually um it actually got better as i went it, it, okay, oh well the, i love the, that okay so brand new cherry flavor it is a weird one all right so it's not gonna be for everyone but i loved it it's kind of david lynchian in a way Ooh. uh yeah so it's like david lynch meets david crone um cronenberg <laughs> Ooh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super gory too. So that's the other thing. Like if you're squeamish, like okay. mm, be warned. Okay. So it's early 90s. It's somewhere in the early mid 90s, okay? We have aspiring filmmaker Lisa Nova who is played by Rosa Salazar, who is absolutely wonderful in this role. Um she climbs into her beat up Trans Am and heads to Los Angeles with her sort of student short in hand, right? That it has apparently caused a bit of a sensation. Um, so she's in LA to uh, to meet this producer who is basically, she's hoping is going to fund the movie and she's going to direct it. And, you know, this is her dream. This is her passion, um, whatever. Um, and ultimately it's 90s LA. He makes a pass at her. She basically turns him down flat and he ends up pulling her off of the film and he essentially steals uh, her movie. Okay. Ooh. So so this is how this is this is kind of the setup. Okay. So now Lisa is angry. Lisa is hellbent on revenge. And this is kind of when everything gets weird. There's witchcraft. There's blood sacrifice. There's zombies. There's barfing people barfing up kittens. I mean it is it is an odd stew. It is a very odd stew. Is um, it like a tongue in cheek sort of like comedic horror, or is it really just like it's serious for like vengeance thriller type? Thing? It really swings both ways. Okay. So like the zombies are more hysterical than frightening. 
Um, but there are these moments where, okay, so Catherine Keener is in this playing this creepy ass witch, which is who Lisa turns to, to basically say, I want to ruin this producer's life. And, and so, so this witch starts to do all of these things, um, that at first it seems like it doesn't work. And then it's like, he gets like, he, he gets like a rash, uh, you know, the producer gets, and, and, and. And Lisa's like a rash. That's all he's getting. And then, like as the series progresses, thing progress, things become worse and worse and worse and worse for him. And it and it actually like it really gets out of hand. Um, and there are all these sort of like w- weird diversions about like where the story goes, and we don't quite know why. Um, this witch is so attracted to Lisa. Like there is something, bet- something going on with Lisa that there, that this witch is there for. She's not there because, you know, Lisa's paying her money. She is looking to Lisa for something. And, and we know like, it's a big spoiler if I tell you what it is. So, okay. um, and, th- and then there's like this weird basement in this apartment building that she lives in. And, and there's like this creepy figure that lives under there that turns out to be somebody, a surprise, somebody I can't, again, can't give it out without a spoiler. Yeah. Save it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, really, really great performances from, like I said, uh, at least, uh, Oh my God, Rosa Salazar, uh, Catherine Keener. Um, who else do we have here? Eric Lange, who plays the perfect producer, and then Jeff Ward, who I think oh. is a completely underappreciated actor at this yeah, point. Yeah, I think he's great. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, how is he not on magazine covers? He's good looking, and he's. I just pick. I think he just picked some really quirky stuff. I'm trying to remember what did yeah. I just see him in, and he also died in that one. Um. Oh, spoiler alert! Sorry. Well, I was going to say, is that one of the things that you had just mentioned? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was he was in something else. What the hell was he in? And he died in that one, too. Um, spoiler alert. I just totally spoiled this. I'm so Now he's sorry. dying in everything. Now he's dying. Uh, oh, it was Hacks. He was in Hacks. He played the guy. Uh, oh, oh, okay. He's the guy that, like, goes on a bender and then jumps out the window. And jumps with, out the window. Uh, with the yeah, younger yeah, yeah. one with um, yeah. whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah. So he's excellent, and and I like I said I just don't. Understand oh yeah, why I loved him in that enough. episode. Wasn't I was he like, fantastic? Yeah, yeah. I was like, he, yeah, he definitely caught my attention. I was like, who is this guy? And then yeah. I guess I forgot, but yeah. I remember him fondly. Yeah. He's oh, cool. Wonderful. So this is apparently based on a book. Okay? I was going to ask if you had read the book or knew anything about it before watching this, which I did not know about. I had not read, and I went to go get it, and it's apparently out of print. And really? you essentially have to sell a kidney to get a copy of this book. It oh, well, we're not done with the that... podcast, so don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. So it's in the hundreds of dollars to get a copy That's of this book. That's crazy. I know. So I don't know if they're going to reissue it. I don't know. Why, if isn't that foolhardy of them? It. I don't know. Is anybody watching this? I feel like nobody's talking about it. But when like I Googled it, it was like, I don't know. NPR had a review of it. I mean, it's. I just don't know if people are watching it. I don't know if it's going to get a second season. I hope it does um, because I don't think that the story is done. Um, there are a lot of loose ends that I would like to sort of like, you know, and thing, things happening that I would like to get answers to. So even though they have kind of wrapped up this particular storyline, um, it you know, it could continue. And I would like it to, because I would like to see where it goes. But even if it doesn't, I, I do feel very satisfied with this. Um, it oh, was, that's great. It was weird and trippy and really? strange. 
and you really have to go with it. I would say give yourself a couple episodes. There were the first two or three. I was I was like, ah, uh, I don't really know. I'm not so sure. And then it just seemed to really pick up steam and became very very enjoyable. That's really cool. I was gonna say. I've seen a little bit on the social medias of, you know, people saying that they're watching it and everyone who's watching it is really digging it. So I don't know, maybe it's the kind of thing that inspires a cult following of like a certain type of fan. Um, I don't even know. Are there cult followings anymore now that everything is basically its own niche? Um, But everyone I know the consensus is if they're watching it, they're really liking it. They're really liking it. So there's that. So yeah, I hope that, that it comes back. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely, like I said, the first couple of episodes were like kind of confused. Like it was a little confusing and it was a little, like, I don't understand what's going on here. And the other thing that was super interesting is, you know, when I watch these things with my husband and he did watch this one with me and he really liked it, like he can be really annoying to watch TV or like movies with because he always, <laughs> he always knows what's going to happen next. My father was like that. It makes me crazy. And then, like, we'll be watching something in the middle of it. Oh, you know, it's going to happen next. And then he just does. the. And I'm like, we don't need to watch it. We're good. We can just shut this off now. Like, he just tells you. He could not guess what was going to happen next. Like, he could not figure it out. And he was like, I have no idea where this is going to go. So that was actually, um, that was that was really nice. Yeah, that's a, like a that's a huge bonus. Yeah, definitely a huge bonus. So anyway, yeah, I say I two thumbs up, you know, if, if, if that sounds like it's your jam and, and you're, you know, you're good with like some, something like weird and trippy and very gory and bloody. Um, I, I highly recommend it. Cool. Yeah. I am. Um, I'm definitely interested. So, um, yeah, hopefully I can carve out some time for it. Cool. You know what I carved out some time for a year after yeah. the fact? What? show you've already seen finally buckle down subscribe to apple tv and we watched all of ted lasso to date so almost two full seasons now i have not even started the second season so do tell well i'm not going to tell you anything about the second season it's it's mostly the same as the first but but some characters are getting a lot more time and some characters are getting a lot less uh but i really like it I don't think it's great, great, great. I think it's pretty good, but I'm really enjoying it. And, you know, a couple things fall right into my wheelhouse. It's set in London. It's got Brits. Um, and, Brits. I mean, I like I like soccer, or as they all call it, football. Um, <laughs> and I kind of wish that they showed more of it. I think Alyssa said that before I ever articulated it, in fact. But, um, uh, no, it's I like it, and it's a show that makes me happy, but it's not nearly as much of like a preachy inspirational feel-good show as i was sort of made out to believe it was it's just one that's really easy to get into and and track along with and i really do love this cast um mm-hmm. and i've never been a jason sudeikis fan and i'm like happy with him um but it's like some of those other actors uh are just really dynamite um and how much do you remember from when you did watch it um a fair amount well do you remember like the show off footballer uh jamie tart yeah 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 yeah. he's the one who's like the best thing on the show who's got a real character to play and he's completely playing against sympathy and not doing like a wink wink thing at all and i think he's the greatest one of all phil dunster is his name but um but no they're all really good i could see that yeah but he didn't get nominated for anything no no i feel like people just want to nominate the ones that were like nice um but but no definitely glad to finally know what that is and kind of glad that I watched it at a point where I could 
kind of binge most of it um, rather than watch it from week to week. Because I think I actually got more out of, of going through it. But yeah. yeah, they're all great. You know who else I loved on that show that I wish they had like called him out was the the guy that played Nathan Nick Muhammad um the the water boy he who oh becomes, yeah oh like, I know exactly who you mean. yeah oh I think, I, he, I think he is great but I am happy to tell you he was among the show's Emmy nominees he was yeah <gasps> they got four four supporting oh, actor nominations I had no idea oh who else was supporting it was so uh, Roy Kent won and. Coach Beard was nominated, who I think may have won as a producer, creator of the show. Um, and uh, what's his name? The, the Jeremy Swift. Roy did win. The guy that Roy won. Roy. Roy, Roy Kent won. Oh, I didn't even know he was nominated. Oh, I'm glad he won. I liked yeah. him. Yeah. I really liked um, him. And then the fourth nominee was Nick Muhammad as Nate. Oh, I'm so glad he got recognized because I thought he was excellent. Yeah, yeah. And and you should be happy because I think they've only enhanced his role the second season. I think he has better episodes season two, so I imagine he might win uh, back-to-back oh, awards fantastic. this next year. Oh, that's really I have been I have been so not paying attention. I mean, okay, so the night of the Emmys, we just have to share this. Like, I don't know, it was I don't know, it was probably like during the red carpet or whatever. And all of a sudden I te- I was like, Oh, and I texted you and I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> Is Brian Cox up for <laughs> And you were like, no, dear. <laughs> well, I think I was just like, no, they didn't have any new episodes. Like, if there were new episodes, we'd been talking about them. I have been completely checked out for this. Like, I mean, I'm usually checked out for these awards things because y'all know how much I hate them. But like this time, I was absolutely completely checked out. Like all I heard was that Gene Smart won for Hacks. And I was like, yes. Yeah. And in kind of a surprise, because people were expecting, I think that Ted Lasso would dominate completely. And, you know, it won three out of four acting awards and the best comedy series. But the awards were kind of split in that Ted Lasso won four and Hacks won three. It won for writing and directing in addition to Gene Smart. So, like, both good shows and both well-represented, I think, Emmy-wise. And, of course, Gene Smart winning was great. I have to say, I think probably my two favorite performers of the year were Gene Smart and Hannah Waddingham on Ted Lasso. She also won. I mean, I think she's amazing. Yeah, she's fantastic. Um, so I'm glad. So I'm glad she's she won. Really and she fantastic. said, and and uh, to tie it back to everybody's talking about Jamie, uh, she ended her speech by saying something I really liked where she basically appealed to all of Hollywood and was like, please keep hiring us West end performers. We won't let you down. And I was like, they really won't. They never do. Um, (laughs) Yeah. no, They don't let you down. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So no, I'm really, I'm happy to, to finally known what the Ted Lasso universe is, is really made of and excited to keep watching. And like, I want to keep talking about it with people, but everyone is like, no, I still haven't seen it. Or, Oh yeah, I I watched it last year. Like no one I know is like actively watching because now I want to converse about it. You know, it's weird because I really, really enjoyed it and I don't know why we haven't started watching it again. And which is just kind of weird to me. And maybe we should do that next week because I think we might be out of stuff to watch. Um, until, you know, October rolls around and then it's like, oh my God, it is like a buffet feast in October, um, for TV. Well, uh, I know watching. for us, cause Alyssa and I have like looked at the list of what's coming. Um, and October really is like the gold rush. So first of all, 
Succession season three starts October seventeenth. Have you been watching the trailers? I'm dying. Yeah, yeah. So I don't bad. know. How, I mean, it's like an IV drip. Alyssa must know the second those things are released because she's always like, "There's a new trailer. Can we <laughs> can we stop what we're watching and watch the new trailer?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course." Um, uh, same, same, same. <laughs> and and I think at some point she should uh, join us for another podcast so we can talk about the season. Maybe even more than once if the season's going really well. There's also a show called Dope Sick on Hulu that one of our other favorite actors. Michael Stuhlbarg is on, and I know that's one that we want to that we want to watch, and we'll, we'll want to talk about. But what else mm-hmm. do you know of that's coming up? Okay, so there's Succession, and I'm sorry, now I'm drawing a blank. So let me just sort of pull up what's what's upcoming here. Um, oh my God, stop! All the fucking pop ups. Um, well, I know, like, I'm excited about Witcher coming back, but that's not till December, which is like so slow. Um, Hold on, hold on. Um, you caught me out, but I just know that there's more coming that I want to see. Um, I don't know. Now I don't remember. Now I don't remember, but I know that it's like good. Um, maybe I'm thinking about um, Yellowstone. Oh yeah, I did see that. That's coming back. Is that 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 I think is coming out? Um, and then what else is coming up? God, Legacies is still airing on the CW. Who knew that thing was terrible? Um, oh, you is coming back too. I haven't. Even oh finished. yes, that is coming back, uh, like October fifteenth or something. Yeah, I haven't even finished that yet, though. Um, I need to do that. I need to like. I haven't even finished the first season, which is weird because I really did like it. Um. Oh, Lock and Key. That's the one we're looking forward to. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't even see that, that was going back. Yeah, which is really, really great. Um, excited for that one to come back. And, oh, maybe this isn't as exciting of a month as I thought. It's just like, just feels like there hasn't been much coming. <laughs> so well, there's maybe enough. that's why, you know, where I'm kind of like, oh, we need more. Okay, Yellowstone's not till November. Dexter, the new Dexter is coming out It's coming back in like November. Oh, and there's another one. Also starting in November on Showtime, and it's, oh, Melanie Linsky and Juliette Lewis and someone else I can't remember are adult survivors of a plane crash when they're teenagers. Oh. And, it, and I don't know what the full premise is other than, like, it's how the tragedy has followed them into adulthood, I think. Oh. But it seems really cool. I'm, I'm really intrigued by that. Yeah, that sounds like it could be really good. Um, so yeah, so there's like some good stuff coming up, I guess. Um, oh, what happened, Brittany Murphy in an HBO Max new documentary miniseries? I mean, it's probably going to be the ones where they don't tell us anything or they don't tell us what we don't know. And so it's going to yeah, be like four or five episodes that. of shit that's going to make me mad. But um, but I love Brittany Murphy, so I will yeah, probably yeah, watch Love it. and miss her. Yeah, I know. I do love and miss her. Um, okay, so maybe there's not as much coming out as I thought that there was, but... Um, and maybe that I mean that's that's because I am so excited for Succession. It feels like Christmas. Yeah, we're we're super excited here for that. But I'm glad you caught Ted Lasso. I'm kind of sorry you didn't like it more. I mean, I know you liked it, but like, I don't know. I why. mean, it's I, like I it's the like kind it of thing more. where it's like I feel like, um, no, I do like it. I don't love 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 it, but I like it a lot. I'm like excited by it. Which is a nicer thing, almost. Oh, like, okay. I catch, I like, I catch some like writerly 
flaws. Like, I don't like, and Alyssa feels the same way about uh, how, like, they don't trust their audience. So when they tell you a joke or when they make a pop culture reference, there's like four more beats where they Mm -hmm. have to really drive it and make sure you get it. And I'm like, be better than that. Um, And sometimes, because this was like, I think, born out of a sketch that probably Jason Sudeikis and um, Brendan Hunt, the other coach, like did in improv at some point over the years. And sometimes it feels like they're still speaking their own kind of private yes and language that doesn't always work. But to me, overall, the show works. Right. Um, right. And oh, I mean, the other thing is, it is Hannah Waddingham's show. I mean, she is a lead. She won for supporting. She is a lead. This show started as her character's journey um, mm-hmm. and the yeah. decisions she was making. Um, a lot of the characters are simply there to validate the Ted Lasso character. But then the Ted Lasso character is also mostly there to validate her. Um, but I'm here for her journey. So I'm quite all right with it. Yeah, that that's a very good point. It really is about her and her journey and not so much about Tad. Although it's about yeah. Tad, but it yeah. is. I mean, he's still quite substantial, but it really right. like she is a lead. Yeah. But this way they both got Emmys, so I don't care. <laughs> Cuz it's all about the Emmys. So well, it worked out like when it works out and good people win. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um cool. Yeah, so I hope against hope that we have more good things that we like to talk about next week. It sure beats what we've been seeing on Melrose Place. Oh, <gasps> God. What is that? <laughs> what are you... It's not like you ruined it for anyone. If they're not... I, know. <laughs> I mean, we're still funny, even when we don't love things, right? <laughs> I, I know, so. but I feel I feel like we're moving. I I don't know. If, I, I mean, I'm not going to speak for you, but I feel like I'm almost moving into bitter territory with Melrose Place right now. Um, no, I mean, I I, I can share that. Yeah. But um, well, funnily, we were talking about this prior to our other taping, guys. But um, Karen also reads um recaps that were written in real time back in the '90s by this guy, and. Pretty soon, he has, like, given up on the recaps. So it's like, Mm -hmm. even he just called it quits before the show did. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have only a few more recaps that I can continue to follow. um, And then I'm going to have to go back to taking my own damn notes. Yeah, well, or just lean on me. I'm going to have to lean on you. (laughs) When you're not strong. (laughs) Because if it weren't for those notes, I'd forget from uh, from episode to episode. I'm like, I have no idea what happened. (laughs) No idea what happened. I just know something happened in this episode. I have no idea what. All of our Boulevard, Hollywood Boulevard listeners are like, why are they talking about this? I did <laughs> listen to the Block podcasts just so I won't have to hear them talk about Melrose. <laughs> Sorry, guys. One thing I will talk about next week uh, is the miniseries Nine Perfect Strangers, which will have come to an end by the time we record next time. With oh. Nicole Kidman and Melissa McCarthy and uh, Bobby Cannavale and a very good cast. Yeah, I saw that. But I just see Bobby in. Oh my god, what was I just watching? Was, was it in? one of the Melissa McCarthy movies? Was it like Thunder no. Force or one of those? No, what the hell did I just see him in? Um It was not nine perfect it was it was a movie. It was a, was it a movie? It was a movie? I think it was a movie. I just saw him in it. And it, and he's been working so much. Um Yeah, he works a ton. He's great though. And it was actually oh my god, now I can't remember what it was. Was it 
Yes, it was it was Jolt. I should talk about that next week. Oh, okay. Well, there we I, go. Yeah, I forgot. Um, I forgot that I watched that, which doesn't. I mean, it doesn't bode well for the movie. Um, but no, that's that's a lie. But um, but yeah, I I actually um should talk about that. I forgot that I watched that. So yeah. Cool. Well, you guys, it's like we've already got our work uh, cut out for us, so we gotta go. Let us go. Yeah. We gotta go. I gotta go to. I gotta go to bed. Yeah, that's right. All right. Good night. Sleep tight. You guys, we will see you in a week. Well, you will. We will. You will hear us in a week when we return to the boulevard. So stay well until then. Take care. Bye.